Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast with your hosts Meredith Bond and Prue Warren, where they discuss every aspect of a writer's life, from the craft of writing and editing, through publishing and marketing, and finally into building a global publishing empire. Here is Mary and Prue. Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Meredith Bond, and I am here with the lovely... I am Prue Warren. I am your other of your hosts. (laughs) (laughs) And we just could not do it without both of us. (laughs) That's right. You're a bison, not a unicycle. Um, (laughs) Meredith, today I have insisted... We were planning on doing writer's block today, and I hope there's not some writer's block person out there waiting eagerly for the podcast because I'm jumping I'm jumping the line just on some research about Amazon categories and I really want to share and I can't wait to hear it because I need help please help me Prue <laughs> shoo she is on the other foot okay <laughs> it feels feels weird on my foot okay I'm gonna tell you what I learned the Washington romance writers which is just chapter of uh, romance writers of America had a speaker recently named Carrie Ray Barnum, who talked about getting along with Amazon, how to make Amazon into your friend instead of the vast, confusing overlord. She got me started on looking into categories, uh, which got me into um, a program called Publisher Rocket. And I have learned so much. So here's where I start. in, In the beginning, the world of books was ruled by the dinosaurs, sorry, <laughs> was ruled by the publishers. And right. the publishers would tell bookstores and libraries and airport gift shops how to file their books with a code. And the code was called the Book Industry Standards and Communication, or it's abbreviated to BISAC. So you figured out your BISAC, it got sent with your book to the library, and the library used the BISAC to put your book on the right shelf. That's the publisher system. That's from back when publishers were king, and they made about 4,700 categories, which sounds like a lot until you think it's got to cover my rom-coms and your regencies and someone on beekeeping and the history of Mesopotamia. I mean, everything is covered in those 4,700 BISACs. But in the last, how long, Mary? 10 years, 11 years, self-publishing and Amazon have come to the fore? Is that a rough estimate? 10 years, since 2011. Oh, 10. For, for, since self-publishing, 2010, 2011. See, but, that's, it's unbelievable how fast this has happened. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Along comes Amazon. And Amazon rewrote the BISAC. And they, the first reason they had to do it was pretty obvious, if you think about it. 4,700 categories were good for print, but they're also doing ebooks. So they had to double the number of BISACs, right? But that's only 9,200, which is still a lot. But I mean, if you say Regency Romance Paperback and Regency Romance ebook, those are, you know, you need two different numbers for that. But Amazon doesn't have 9,200 categories, they have 11,200 categories. There are 2,000 categories that are that are lurking. They're just sitting there that Amazon has decided their categories, 
but the BISAC system won't get you into those categories. So the Amazon, Amazon won't tell you this. <laughs> when you publish on Kindle Direct, it literally asks for your BISAC. Right. And, and then they decide behind their mystical Amazonian veil, someone at Amazon says, all right, here's one BISAC, but we have 15 different places that could go. We'll decide where it's going to go, which is how you ended up in spiritual and inspirational. Right. When you told them that you were Regency and they threw you into spiritual and inspirational, it, it, I, that was a surprise, right? So, right. Apparently, ooh. they use keywords to make that decision. I'm not sure that's true. Well, maybe keywords. Well, okay. Okay. There was, okay. Re- there was just today... Just now, there was an article on the fact that keywords are no longer what Amazon is using to define your your categories. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. I know my BISAC because I looked at. I can look it up. Mine is thick O two seven two five O, which okay. in English is fiction slash romance slash romantic comedy. And Mary, okay. I assume yours is FIC 027070, which I looked up. It's fiction, romance, historical regency. Right. Okay. That makes sense. All right. They also ask you to choose two categories. I choose romance and romantic comedy. So that's that seems so simple. It seems so clear which book to put, which which book which category? To category put to put your book into. But it's also super broad. It is super broad. Okay. Amazon used to list the entire string of someone's category right on the books page. So when you go to your books page, it says, this is your Amazon rank, your number 47,217 in the Kindle store. And then it lists your number 6,000 in romantic comedy and 12,500 in humorous fiction or whatever it is. They used to say you're 6,000 in Kindle store, Kindle books, and, and they'd list the whole string. So I, as an author, could look at one of my fellow rom-com writers and say, oh, here's a category I could be in. But they have since truncated it. They will only list the last few words of the string. So now you're at guessing. So it's like they're trying to hide these extra categories. So anyway, Mary, you said that you could only find three categories associated with Regency. And I had just bought Publisher Rocket, cost me $99. And then I paid for a $25 class in how to use it, which was worth the money. So I looked up categories for you and I sent you 47 possibilities. But since then, I've narrowed it down because some of my choices were a little extreme. So now I have a list of 10 book categories and 20 ebook categories where you could be listed. So here's the thing about Publisher Rocket. They'll tell me how competitive the categories are. So here's my illustrative example. Based on your BISAC, it seems likely that Amazon would dump you into this category. And it's a long string, but it's worth hearing. They would dump you into Kindle Store, Kindle ebook, Romance historical regency. Right. Very straightforward based on your BISAC. 
wait a minute, I'm going to back up and review what your BISAC was. Your BISAC is Fiction, Romance, Historical, Regency. So Amazon has put you into Kindle eBooks, Romance, Historical, Romance, Regency. The words are a little different, but pretty much that's a straight transfer from BISAC to Amazon. Right. Publisher Rocket tells me that based on that category, you would have to sell to be the number one slot, to be the number one seller on that slot on any given day, you would have to sell 1,394 books in a day. Yeah, right. Good luck to me. I know that would be good. <laughs> but but listen now, if you put yourself in Kindle store, Kindle ebook, literature and fiction, historical fiction, Regency, right? Here's the difference. It goes from romance, historical romance, Regency to literature and fiction, historical fiction, Regency, which I think you would agree mm-hmm. you're entirely allowed to be in. It's not like you're lying about what category you should be in. Nope. Instead of selling 1,394 books a day, you would need to sell 110 books in a given day to be in the number one spot. That's much better odds. It's much, it's so much better odds. They publisher rocket also lists how many it would take to get into the top 10. So if someone goes to that category, they'll see your book on the page. And for the second one, it's 89 books. That's it. That's all you have to do is switch the label, the category, and suddenly you are you are far more prominent. Right. And both categories are relevant. I mean, you belong in both of them, but you can't get to the second one unless you tell Amazon where you want to be. As you know, you can tell Amazon 10 categories where you want to be listed. So you take, this is my theory, and Publisher Rocket sort of backs this up. So so it's not just me being an idiot. Take two of the biggest and most competitive categories so that you are playing in the same pool as, you know, the most best-selling author. But then look for eight categories that are significantly less competitive where you have room to flex. And for you, the most competitive category is Kindle Store, Kindle eBooks, Literature and Fiction which is how many to get to the first place there? 6,390 books in a day. Yeah. <laughs> the competitive, the least competitive category that I found that you could legitimately be in is Kindle store, Kindle ebook, literature and fiction, drama and plays, and you are drama, British and Irish. And if you put yourself in that category, you only have to sell 96 books a day to be in the number one spot. Drama. Oh, wait, I'm writing this down. Drama. Drama. Well, make sure you do Kindle Store, Kindle yeah. eBooks, Literature and Fiction, Drama and Plays, British oh, and Irish. British. 96 and... books to be in the top one, nine books to get into the top 10. Wow. So it's worth it. And and the thing that I think is most fascinating about this is it's, it is unlikely that someone is going to say, Gosh, I'm interested in literature and fiction, drama, and plays, British and Irish. But they may go to favorite author and click on that category on their page and say, who else is in this category? And there you are. You're sitting there waiting to be plucked like low-hanging fruit. Better yet, now your book has a bestseller flag on it because you've made it to number one. And that doesn't show up in the drama and plays British and Irish. Now your book is flagged. And when your book is flagged, Amazon promotes you more. You get seen more readily. 
So wow. I was thinking that you might say that your book isn't a drama and a play, but I say the hell it's not. And I, I actually have been to that category. I looked at it on Amazon. Your fellow Regency authors, smart ones anyway, are already there. So it would not, it's not as though someone is off looking for plays by Samuel Beckett and is like, what's this Regency doing here? They're already there and you could be there too. Um, Amazon lists three books on your category page. As you know, first you get to see your, your Amazon ranking, but then it gives you three categories that you're in. One of them for you, one spiritual and inspirational, much to your surprise. (laughs) You can't, you can't tell Amazon which category to show. And it also will not necessarily pull your top category. That's Um, interesting. It's in, they do it. Nobody knows how. Publisher Rocket says, we don't know why they choose which they choose to show on the page. So it's possible that your ranking will get to number 10 or even number one in a category they're not showing you. Meaning, surprise, the bestseller tag appears on your book one day out of the blue and you have no idea why. So let that just be a happy day. And you also can't look up which categories you're in. So, you know, I have the memory of a sieve. So if I totally forget (laughs) what categories I've already put my books into, there is no place to look that up. Write it down. Yes, there is. There's something called book list, which um, Mindy Klasky told me about. And I have not investigated yet, but apparently booklist.com will allow you to look at any book on Amazon and it will tell you the categories it's listed in, including Ah. your own. Oh, very useful. Very helpful. Yep. When you choose the 10 categories for your paperback, they should all begin with book. And when you choose 10 categories for your ebook, they should all begin with Kindle store, Kindle ebook, right? So if you find a great category that begins book, but you want to put it on your ebook, don't even bother. You need 10 categories that begin book and 10 categories that begin ebook because you're going to list them twice. You're going to tell Amazon twice because you have a different ISBN number for the print and the ISBN. So each ISBN number can have 10 categories. Actually, ASIN, right? Well, uh, but the, a, the Amazon indicator number is based on the ISBN, the international book, whatever it is. So yeah, I, ASIN. Actually, is my print ASIN different from my ebook ASIN? I think there's only one ASIN assigned by Amazon to a title. Huh. I I'm go to not sure. Where I'm, where, if I go to my page where I'm selling ebook and print book, there's only one ASIN listed, ASIN being the number that Amazon assigns it. Right. But the Library of Congress and uh, the Library of Congress says I need a different I, ISBN for mm-hmm. print and ebook, which is why you can't just buy one ISBN when you when you write your book because you're going to put it in two different formats so you need to buy two. Wait a minute. Okay, here's um, of particular interest to you living in Ukraine. Yeah. There are approximately 11,200 categories in used by Amazon in the United States. But the example given by Publisher Rocket was for the UK And in the UK store, they only have 6,000 categories. So if you assume that the categories you're establishing for yourself by telling Amazon these 10 categories 
if you assume that's going to work for you when you sell overseas, you may be wrong. You may be in for a surprise because that category may not exist in other markets. So it's worth it to do your research based on the country where you sell the most books. But if you're if you're a hotshot, you know, you have to look up other countries' categories as well, which I have not gotten into because I don't think I sell anything beyond our borders. I had one of my clients tell me that they, that she looked up her categories in Canada and her categories were something just totally off the wall, like textbook, oh, wow. you know, some historical textbook or, or something just totally wrong. She writes inspirational romance. Wow. Historical inspirational romance. And her Canadian category was just totally off the wall. So I well, said, that, you know, just yeah. message Amazon Author Central and they will correct right. it. Well, that, that's a really good, that's a really good indicator of why maybe why I'm not selling overseas. <laughs> Who knows where <laughs> I'm listed? Right? Yeah. That's really that would make it worth it. Worth your time someday when you've got. I don't know, time for a rabbit hole to go down that particular rabbit hole. That would be interesting, especially if booklist.com really will tell you what your categories are, because that could be fascinating. That could yeah, be fascinating. I went to booklist.com and I don't think that's Wrong. the right, that's not the right URL. Okay, hang on. I'm going to look up Mindy's email to me. Mindy. Because I got something called squad help. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, you know what? Booklist.com is for sale. I'm going to look it up here and I will post it in the show notes. Um, (laughs) You want to hit pause and I will actually find this so that we don't have to, to make. Okay. It seems to be something called book link Ah. and email the, the website address that Mindy gave me was www.bklnk.com. Uh-huh. And then to get to this page, backslash categories, the number five, dot PHP. Categories. You enter an AFAM for a comp book and get all of its categories up front. Okay, it's categories five. Categories f- number five, dot mm-hmm. PHP. Ah, I found it. Got it. Got it. Got okay. it. Got it. All right. Now, I know you know how to do this, but because others may not know, I'm going to walk you through how, once you've determined what your categories are, and I did mine by getting Publisher Rocket, you could do yours through this book book link. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's how you actually change your categories. Yeah. You tell us. Author Central, but uh, the Publisher Rocket said, try this. Uh, and they gave me a web address, which is HTTPS colon slash slash author.amazon.com slash contact. Uh And that will ask you to sign into your KDP account. So you need to have a Kindle account, Kindle direct publishing account. Right. On the side, it offers you a list of options and said, how can we help? Right. Click on Amazon book page, then click on update Amazon categories. Right. An email box will appear uh, that gives you the format that they want the information in. It's very easy. You'll have to. You'll need your ASIN or your ISBN. You can list, list which marketplace you want this to take effect in, like U.S. market or Canada market or U.K. market. Mm-hmm. Uh, you tell them whether you're talking ebook or paperback, which is redundant because that's implied in the ISBN. But never mind. Uh, and then you just list the ten categories that you want. It will also let you remove categories 
But unless you use book links, since you don't know which categories you're in, that can be tricky because it's not listed on your book page. So don't remove anything unless it's actively wrong because you can't, you're not identifying for them how to find it. Publisher Rocket says Amazon has never said 10 is the limit. It's possible you can have 20 or 50 or 100, uh, but apparently this actually goes to a human. Some human actually inputs this, which uh-huh. means human. sometimes the human will say 10 categories is too many. And sometimes the human will say, that's fine. And apparently wow. all it is resubmit because it's not going to go to the same person. So there's no hard and fast rule. Publisher Rocket advice is stick with 10. If you've got 12 that you're desperate for, give it a shot, but don't be surprised if someone says, no, you can't have that many. That's very interesting. They say it takes 24 hours to do it. Uh Um, Once it took about seven minutes for me, they send you a confirming email and say, we've changed your book categories. And it was unbelievably fast. And nobody at all said, why are you being so fuzzy? Stay where we put you. I mean, they're absolutely fine with this. So I just thought that was interesting because if I was Amazon and all these authors were writing and saying, change my category, I think I might be annoyed, but they're not annoyed at all. They're quite happy to do it. As you know, your total Amazon rank will not be affected, but the three categories below that will start to look better. And obviously success breeds success. So the lower your rank, the greater the chances that someone will see your book. And the more books you sell, the greater the chances that Amazon will recommend you to other potential buyers. No, it's it's good to be king. It's good to be on the top of the list. So go and change your Amazon categories. You are a fool if you don't. <laughs> I have to say. And you know, you wrote down that list, Mary. Um, but I will resend you this list that I did for you because I do have ten good print options and I have twenty good ebook options. Fantastic. So I'll send I'll send it to you. I thought Publisher Rocket was fascinating. But this book link also looks like uh, it's a really interesting way to go. Oh, absolutely. Publisher Rocket will know how competitive it is, though. So that's useful. Yeah. Uh, no, that sounds really useful. Just, uh, you know, while you were talking, I just tossed in one of my books to the book link and got a list. And I've got one, two, three, four, five, six categories listed here. and. Uh, some of them are print and some of them are Kindle ebook. So I could have so many more. And of course, inspirational romance is there, which is silly. It is. <laughs> it is. Now, let me ask you, did you add it, it, it only? Let's see. Here's my question. You gave book link the ASIN, the Amazon number, right? Exactly. And in fact, I can choose on book link whether I want it to give me the store for the United States or for Canada. Oh, see, that's going to be very valuable. Oh, that's yeah. They only give you the two options, but at least they give you two options. Well, yeah. and you can and you can put in either your ASIN or your ISBN. Ah, uh, see, I think that would be really interesting because my suspicion is when I first when someone first said you can choose your own categories, I was going to combo the great uncompetitive categories I found for books, as well as the great uncompetitive categories I found for Kindle store and put them in on the book that sells the most, which is the ebook. And I would have been wasting categories. Right. Right. So I would rather, I would rather investigate based on the 
ISBN, which knows whether I'm print or digital, than the ASIN. So I think it would be very interesting. I think that's going to be a rabbit hole I'm going to go down very soon to make sure that I've chosen the right things. And and the Canada option, that's pretty fascinating too. Yeah. And (laughs) just out of, I finally found that email that I was looking for that I had gotten just before we started. Um, And it is from the same company that creates Publisher Rocket, Kindlepreneur. Kindlepreneur. And their latest blog post is, do you need keywords to get into certain categories? What was the answer? The answer, the the short answer is no, you do not need keywords to rank for categories. Right. And they explain how it used to work with the categories and the keywords and how they have just recently changed this at Amazon. That's fascinating. So I will send you this link for this article um, to put into the show notes as well. Okay. Okay. Outstanding. Well, I I went, before I began all this research, categories for me were an, an enormous morass of I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And now I feel like it's a really outstanding opportunity. Like now I have the tools I need to make some, some clever choices. And I, I changed like one of uh, <laughs> Sit in the Peanut Butter Cup, which is, you know, your basic romantic comedy. It's not, this is not bestseller material, although God, it's just charming. Um, I said be bestseller have- material. Don't say that. <laughs> It used to be ranked, I don't know, I don't remember, six million or something in all categories. And I'm looking at it now. And this was a book that came out in January. It came out eight months ago. And I am now listed at number 385 in men, women, and relationship humor. That's, I mean, it's 83,000 in the Kindle store. We're not, we're not, we're not burning up the sales charts here. but. I'm listed I, of the of the three that they show, and I did write it down so I do know what my ten categories are. I'm in okay. men, women, and relationship humor, American humorous fiction, and action and adventure literary fiction. That sounds and in, great. I'm in three digits, so it's a beginning. It's a start. Yes. So and it sounds like a good start. Sounds like a good start, and I have already chosen the categories for the next three books because. I was so fascinated. I was fascinated. So it's a rabbit hole. You have to go down a rabbit hole for a couple hours to figure this out. But I think it's really worth it. Yeah. I really need to work on my categories. I'm just glancing through my books and. (laughs) But it's an opportunity. Don't you love the fact that now you can change it. It's it's an e- it's a single email to Amazon and they're really nice about it. Although I will tell you, because you have so many books, I sent in the categories I wanted for Sin's ebook and Amazon went, we'll get back to you in 24 hours. And then I immediately did a second email that said, this is the categories I want for the print books. And I got a bounce back that said, you just submitted something. Give us a minute, will you? <laughs> <laughs> so it seems that Rather, you only did one a day, or I don't know, one every eight hours or whatever. But you don't want to. You don't want to do them all at once for fear that Amazon will, will lay its elegant hand over its snowy brow and lie on a fainting couch in a in a in a, in a peak. Oh, I can't handle anymore. 
(laughs) (laughs) But the good thing that I realized when I did send my categories to Amazon to ask that they, they change some is that you can include more than one book in your email. Really? Yes. So you can have your list. So you put in the ASIN and I put in parentheses the title of the book just to make sure that they knew which one I was talking about and then listed my the categories I wanted them to put the book into. And then I listed another ASIN and did the same thing. I did it with three books in one message and they were totally fine with that. That's, that's, that's impressive. That's impressive. I, I thought of so long thought of Amazon as faceless that it was such a surprise to get an email back from an actual human that I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> great artificial intelligence. I thought it was, there are actually gerbils on that hamster wheel powering this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith, uh, I think next week we're going to talk about writer's block, which I preempted in my in my zealous over-eagerness on the subject of categories. Absolutely. That right. is perfect. And um, I sent you, and also, I think I sent it to you, um, I posted, certainly posted on Facebook, a very interesting article that Kristen Lamb just wrote on the topic of writer's block. Um, I love, love, love Kristen Lamb's um, blog posts because she's hysterical. She is ah. so funny and yet also filled with fantastic information. So if anybody next week, when we talk about writer's block, I will include a link to her blog That's on great. the topic as well. That's great. I look forward to it. Okay. I think we're set. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. I now have so much work ahead of me. <laughs> looking up. I think looking when you're, up. I think when you're, when you're a writer, the the field of snow around you with no footprints, right? You you don't know where you're going to go. You don't know what you're doing, and you're not even sure where you're trying to get to. Uh, it's very, it's such a common feeling that when I come across something like categories, which is specific, I can find the best ten. I feel a great sense of uh, relief. This is like math, right? Two plus two will equal four. It's not like art where blue might not be the right color for the sky after all, whatever. So <laughs> I think this is a good rabbit hole to go down because you can find the 10 categories that will sell your book best. That's definitive. Yay. At last something definitive. <laughs> Which is so hard to find, especially in marketing. Especially in marketing. My God. Amazon is giving us a little secret tool. And now we're all on the inside. We can all use it. Excellent. Thank you, Prue. My truly sincere pleasure. I'm delighted to share this, what I think is like uh, a cult, right? I'm going to tell you the spell that's going to make everything better. (laughs) And we don't even have to go running naked through the woods. No one hopefully will burn us at the stake. (laughs) I'll talk to you next week, Meredith. Thank you. That's it. For the Writer's Block Party this week, we don't want you getting so drunk on knowledge that you can't drive your laptop safely. But next week we'll be here before you know it, so check out the website at thewritersblockpartypodcast.com. One word. That's where you can find our archive 
of past podcasts and a place where you can get in touch with Mary and Prue or ask questions for the next podcast. Write with joy, friends, and see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.